And now, from our studios in Kansas City, Sci-Fi For Me Radio is live from the bunker. It is one of those weeks. Welcome, everyone. We are live from the bunker. Jason Hyde here. Broadcasting live to Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Comments are up. Chat is live and open for those of you who are with us live. If you're not with us live, you can still leave a comment or send an email live from the bunker at sci fi for me.com. And Mazerus, you can use that email address. We didn't paste anything in there. Stephanie, uh, Stephanie wanted to send us something, uh, but we didn't put a we didn't put an email address in the chat yesterday. Uh, but you can send send it live to live from the bunker at sci-fi4me.com. It'll get to me, and then we'll get to you. Uh, it's good to see some people are taking a break from Twitter because people need to take a break from Twitter every now and again. We are on Twitter. We're on all the socials. We also have a newsletter if you want to sign up for the newsletter. And we are making a concerted effort to build our audience over on Twitch so we can start our watch parties again. Our goal right now is to hit 100 followers over there. Twitch.tv slash sci-fi for me. And if you want to take us along with you as a podcast, iHeart, Pocket Cast, Spotify, Amazon, Apple, Double Twist, TuneIn, Stitcher, Listen Notes are all of the places where you can find this show. And those Twitch watch parties, uh, it, it's an example of technology that is useful to a point. I mean, you have to have an Amazon Prime account in order to participate, but... Um, but yeah, that's a that's a goal for us to get to uh, to get to a hundred and we start our watch parties. The list now includes, besides Battlefield Earth and uh, Psycho Gorman, we're looking at Elstree 1977, Star Trek, Event Horizon, Night of the Comet, Last Starfighter. We'll have to see what's actually available in the Amazon library, but we'll expand on that. And try to do that. And yes, it, uh, we will. Uh, it, we don't do a follow for follow around here, but if you do follow us and we ha- you have interesting uh, material over on Twitch, we'll follow you back. I don't. I don't have a problem with that. I say that uh, the watch parties are useful technology just so we can completely have a change of pace from yesterday yesterday's show blew up uh it is uh probably the the second best performing program that we've got in here today uh, to date um our interview with uh, Mitch Brightweiser is probably the 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 biggest one in terms of audience and views and engagement but yesterday's just really blew up. We're getting close to 300 views over there on that particular episode, which really surprised me because 
Uh, normally, if we break 50, uh, we're doing pretty good. But uh, yesterday, yeah, I think we're currently sitting somewhere around 280, 285. So, and it's and it continues to climb. So that's good to see. And our podcasts are blowing up in Spain still for whatever reason. So that's good to see. So on occasion, technology is not so bad. But there is a reason why I am wearing the Skynet t-shirt today. The last 24 hours here at the studio have been less than stellar, shall we say. Now, I have ranted on this program before, and I have mentioned it to Mrs. Boss in passing every now and again, that I absolutely loathe, and that's in all caps, loathe Windows 10. I stubbornly, stubbornly, refused to upgrade from the Windows 7 business uh, home office edition that I had to Windows 10 on the old tower. Specifically because Windows 10 home office was running and it was working and I didn't have any problems with it and it wouldn't break. Now, eventually it gets old and some of the software and some of the updates and that kind of thing, yeah, it starts to, it starts to glitch because the hardware gets tired. I mean, it was... 12, what is it, 13 years old? It was on borrowed time for a long time. And I knew that, and I knew at some point we were going to have to, to make a change and get an update, and I knew that I was going to get stuck with Windows 10 because I don't want a Mac because the interface, I, I don't have time for the user interface learning curve because it does all the same kinds of things but all of the buttons are in different places and they have different names and I don't have the time or the patience to relearn how to use a computer. So the... Yeah, Mazur says the most stable version of Windows is XP Service Pack 3. I think actually, now you mentioned that, I think that's actually what I did. It wasn't Windows 7. We were on Windows XP, were we not? I don't know. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was XP. You're right. And that was, it was very stable. So yesterday, I go and I get my coffee, I run some errands, I come back, and the computer has restarted itself. And the little bell, little bell in the back of my head went bing, 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 bing. Danger, danger, Will Robinson. Warning. So I looked over at Mrs. Boss. I said, did, did my computer restart? And her answer was, I don't know. I didn't hear anything. Well, I have all of the notifications, the system notifications turned off because I don't need a little bling in the middle of a show. So the computer has restarted itself. And when I, when I get back in there, I have this pop-up window that says, we've installed the new Windows 10. Because I was getting these notifications that said, hey, this, this, this Windows 10 that you have is going to go out of date and you need to download the new Windows 10. And I thought, that's another headache that I don't need. 
I'm not going to do that until I absolutely have to. Well, the computer did it for me. In the middle of the day, right before we go on the air, which, of course, is the most perfect time to update your computer system. So as I'm trying to figure out what's just been broken and getting ready to go on the air, I learn what's been broken. My broadcast software that we use, OBS, has been completely disconnected from all the sound. And as I go to investigate and try to reconnect everything, suddenly I notice that the software that we use to manage our sound, Retech, uh, Realtek HD Audio Manager, is gone. Again. Now, when I set up this new tower, one of the problems that we had was the sound that we didn't have a way to manage all of the different sound inputs, all the audio inputs. The system that I had on the old tower... I had Realtek HD Audio Manager, and I brought it in, and I, and I said, okay, I'm going to use that again because it's a, soft, it's, a, it's a piece of software that works. I know it works. I'm going to use it again. So I had to search and hunt and seek and find and download, and that was in fits and starts. I had to find like, like six different times that, oh, no, that's not it. Let's try this one. No, that's not it. And I finally found it. And I got it installed. I got everything configured. I've got all my custom configurations in place. And now with this new Windows 10 software, it broke everything. So I had to go back through. Because yesterday, if you, were, if you were here and you recall, yesterday we had a little bit of an issue in the, in the beginning of the show with sound not going out. The, the music bed wasn't going and you didn't have everything that we normally have. And that's a challenge when you are live on the air and suddenly realize something is not going the way it's supposed to go. And it's incredibly frustrating. So I spent yesterday, because of course it happens on a Tuesday, because that's what happens. And it happens on the Tuesday that we're prepping for Salacious Crumbs. So not only am I having to get ready for Salacious Crumbs with all the news items that we've got for that show and have to prep for that and gather all the images and the links and, and whatnot, but I'm also having to figure out why my computer's not working and why the sound isn't working. And it took me hours to mess with this one little thing. And it's still not back to 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Mazers. Realtek comes with everything. It's reliable as long as you aren't someone who likes to expand your audio devices beyond what they're meant for. And that would be me. And yes, I, I me too. Windows 10. My first impression of Windows 10, when I first saw it, when it first rolled out. This impression has stuck with me from the beginning. The default user interface for Windows 10 looks like it was designed 
by a 15-year-old for 12-year-old Tumblr users. All of the primary colors and the blocks and the squares and the and the and the WYSIWYGs, that to me does not look like a computer that's being used by adults, by grown-ups. And it felt really like we're dumbing down our operating systems, we're dumbing down our computers for the Tumblr and TikTok crowd. Now, TikTok wasn't around back then, but the Tumblr crowd, the Snapchat, the, the people who, who like to put a bunch of filters on their, on their, on their pictures. <sighs> I did not have a favorable impression of Windows 10. I still do not have a favorable win- impression of Windows 10. I've been trying to expand with some new hard drives. Windows sees them, but won't talk to them. Still trying to figure that one out. Trying to appeal to Mac users by making it look like OS X. Uh, yeah, well, see, and I've gone through the disk management tool, and it'll see it. But it tells me that I've got to do some weird configuration thing that I haven't that I haven't been able to do, and I mean the drives are the drives are there. They're all configured. They're all hooked up and everything. But I think I've got to install something in order for them to run. It's a, it's a weird it's a weird thing because I've put two of them together in a housing so they're a RAID array, and it's just one of those things where it's like, well, I'm just going to have to take the time to figure it out. And of course, that's time away from something else that I've got to get done. Speaking of TikTok, when did when did Instagram become TikTok? Has anybody noticed this lately? They, they, for those of you who are not uh, who are not ready for this, let me let me warn you. Today is a rant session. This whole hour is probably just going to be me griping and complaining like a curmudgeon because I've just had it, and I don't want to talk about the Gina Carano thing today. I mean, yesterday, that's great. That 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 video blew up, and I think that's fantastic. But like I said yesterday, it's not something that I want to be talking about every single time that I, that I come on here. I'd, I'd much rather have guests. But since the whole thing blew up on my computer yesterday, that's, that's my thing today. So it, my apologies if this is something that you guys don't want to listen to. You can just skip this one and, 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 and pick up the next one. But Instagram, I've noticed as I'm scrolling through Instagram, the last few days especially, but since they've instituted this thing called Reels, the, the feed on Instagram, it's all just video after video after video after video after video after video. And... That's not what I'm using Instagram for. Why has Instagram suddenly become another TikTok? And I and I get it. No, that it, the answer is there in the question. It's because it's TikTok. TikTok is extremely popular. 
And so somebody at Facebook has got it in their head that they need their Instagram to look like TikTok. So that's what's happening. So I imagine that at some point here fairly soon, we're not going to be using Instagram as much because it irritates me to go through and scroll and see video after video after video after video on a, on a, on a photo app. We, we have specific purposes for the different social media accounts that we use. And I'm just, I'm just not that patient anymore. You know, something else that I forgot to mention about the tower. This is, this is the reason, and, and Mazers, you'll appreciate this. One of the reasons why I keep wanting to build one. And we were going to build one. And then suddenly we had to have one. So we didn't have the time to build one. So that's why we bought this one. But the the thing that I discovered yesterday as I'm re, redoing all of the sound, there are three mini plugs, uh, mini plug ports on the back of this tower. One of them is for the speakers that you would expect. It's the little green ones on the speakers. And there are two others. And one of them's for other other microphone port, and one of them's uh, or, or what, I, I I take that back. One of them's a speaker port, and then the other one is not lay on the thing. Well, okay, this this has got to be the line in. And all this time that I've been sitting here with this new tower, thinking that that's a line in port, and I finally got a, a little bit of a device manager to show me the 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 what those ports are and it's a subwoofer speaker port this tower does not have a line in for sound so i have to go through the microphone port at the at, at the front to go through all of this so it 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 was just one thing after another after another and by, by the time by the time we got to to salacious scrums i was ready to start throwing things i tell you it was just unreal uh what uh what yesterday uh what yesterday was all about um so anyway so that's that's i'm i don't i'm not going to take an entire hour to gripe and complain but this is this is those things where if it ain't broke don't fix it you keep you keep wanting to update technology. You keep wanting to update your gadgets. And look, we've got more computing power in our phone than what they use to go to the moon. And what do we use it for? Cat videos. Freckle filters on your face. I mean, really? You have all of these devices that, that don't even talk to each other half the time. I got a Kindle, and somehow I had ended up with two different accounts at, on Amazon. I don't know how that I don't know how I managed to do that. They're all they're both on the same same email address with different passwords. And so I download uh, a couple of books. John Carter and the Gods of Mars is one of them. Download it onto my Kindle. And can't log in, so get the password reset. And now I'm suddenly in the other account, and I can't, I can't access what I downloaded in the other account. And they can't merge it. It's those little things. I'm thinking this is this is not that hard to do. It shouldn't be that hard to do. 
I tell you, there are days I get up and I really do feel like I could sit in the in the balcony next to Statler and Waldorf and I would be perfectly at home. Yeah, Mazer's eighth inch. Eighth inch is just the bane of my existence. I got a bunch of quarter inch and XLRs over here. They're really nice on the on the mix on the mixer panel that I've got. Well, and I and whenever I uh, whenever I look at all of the levels here, because the levels that I've got in OBS, I got the winky blinkies, I got the little LEDs going and bouncing into the yellow, and I they're barely on on the mixer panel. I'm thinking, you know, if I had these really at full power, it would blow everything out. And it's, you know, it's a, it's a learning thing. You got to figure out how to tweak your gadgets and, and make sure that it's all going to, going to work. And I don't know, maybe I should be going through the NVIDIA card. I haven't looked at that. I've got an NVIDIA card to handle all of the broadcasting and the, and the, the streaming stuff that we do. So maybe, maybe I should look at something like that. I don't know. Uh, Twitch is telling me that, uh, we might be buffering over on Twitch. Speaking of which, if anybody is, if anybody is on Twitch, if you want to jump on Twitch and, and give me five people talking at the same time in the chat, that would be lovely. Uh, let me see. Let me, no, I don't want chat settings. Let's see. Stream info. I don't know. So, so, two, 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 two settings. Quality, advanced. Well, low latency is checked. All right. I'm going to have to check that because apparently Twitch is not getting a good signal. But anyway, all right. I don't know. I, um, all right. Rants over. I'm, I'm, filling in, I'm filling in time. But um, it just... Just be, to quote... To quote someone, uh, to quote a famous philosopher, just because you can do a thing doesn't mean you must do that thing. I mean, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense to do something simply because you want to do it. Some Sometimes, sure, fine. But... Sometimes you just should leave well enough alone. Mazer says, I'm on Twitch, but I first got an ad for Godzilla vs. Kong. Well, and that's out today. How many people are going to go see it? Or if you're going to do uh, um, the download, see it streaming. Mrs. Boss, could you say something in the, in the Twitch chat so that'll give us four? And we might, we might, we might hit a goal today. I would be happy with that. Speaking of ads, has anybody else noticed this? If you're watching on YouTube, this is something that I've noticed lately. And I'm not sure what to make of it. But YouTube, okay, so YouTube is owned by Google. And if you have a channel that's monetized for ads, uh, those ads are managed and inserted by Google Ads. And lately, I've noticed that on a number of channels that are discussing Star Wars, Star Trek, Doctor Who, comic books, video games, pop culture, even, even Tim Pool's channel, 
all of them are running ads. Google is inserting ads for hair care products, makeup, dolls, like Barbie doll type things, or the what the Allah la 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 what doll. I don't know what that is. A lot of a lot of pink. A lot of pink and purple in the in the ads. And it's all it all appears to be targeted toward 15 to 54 year old women. And I'm thinking to myself, what is it in the algorithm that suddenly has Google deciding to serve up those kind of ads, hair and makeup? and dolls of all things for the vid- for these particular channels. And then every now and again, I'll get one where they'll insert an eight-minute ad or a 35-minute infomercial. I'm like, I'm not going to watch this. I'm not going to sit there and click and you know, do that and click through it. And aha, I have my aha moment. Maybe that's on purpose. Maybe. And I have... No evidence to support this at all whatsoever it is pure speculation on my part. Because I've seen these ads fed in in front of our channel as well. And the bulk of our audience is male. 25 to 54. I don't know that there are a whole lot of them that would have any interest in hair and makeup products. If that's your thing, then fine. But I don't think the majority of our audience is going to be interested in that kind of thing. But I got to thinking, what if it's on purpose? What if it's by design? What if somebody has tweaked the YouTube algorithm, the Google Ads algorithm, so that for these particular channels, these unmentionable channels, the wrong think channels, what if there are ads running on those channels that are designed for the audience to click through so that the channel doesn't get as much ad revenue? Now, that would be nefarious machinations on the part of YouTube and Google, and I'm not going to assign those motives to them, not publicly anyway, it's a what if. But I'm curious to see if anybody else has noticed this. If you're looking at, uh, if you're looking at, at channels like Tim Pool or Quartering or Geeks and Gamers or Drunk3PO or, or MSNBC or CNN or Fox News or wherever, IGN, Clownfish TV, who else is out there? Um, any, well, any of them. Star Wars Theory. If any of them are, fee- are, are, are delivering up ads, what kind of ads are you seeing? Mazur says it's not really a stretch considering how long basic advertising tailoring has flagrantly been going on. Yeah, well, yeah. And I have noticed the other thing too is is recently in the last last couple of days, 
the last couple of days, I've noticed that the ads also have a thumbs up, thumbs down. So you can click, I like this ad, I don't like this ad. So it could very well be that they're doing some kind of market research to tweak the algorithm. Does this ad work for you? Do you like this ad? Should we show you more of this kind of ad? And I'm, I'm hitting thumbs down on pretty much all of it because I don't want to see any of these ads. Um, and yeah, it is like the early days of Facebook. Everything's based on, on your interactions. The algorithm, the algorithm takes a look at what you're doing, what your activity is, what you like, what you comment on, what you engage in. And based on those interactions, and that's how the, that's how the search results work or the rec recommendations. Whenever you finish a video and all of these other videos, you know, these other thumbnails pop up, YouTube is using your history as a guide to recommend new videos to you. And I imagine the, the ads are the same way um, because it's, you know, it's data. And since you're looking at machine learning and an AI of some sort, you know, it's learning based on what it sees. And it sees every time you watch a video how long you watch a video, whether you like the video, if you share the video, if you don't like the video, if you leave a comment on the video, or if you reply to somebody else's comment, or if you like a comment. I mean, there's all, all, this, all of these interactions. The algorithm tracks all of that. And based on all of that information, decides, well, if you did this, you're going to maybe like this video. Mazers, you didn't like those Dos Equis ads? The most interesting man on earth? I thought those were rather clever. I was a little irritated when they, when they replaced him. You know, fun fact. The most interesting man on earth uh, also served on the USS Enterprise. He was a red shirt. He was, a, he was an extra on the original Star Trek. Uh, and I can't remember the, the name of the guy, but he apparently has, has appeared in a few episodes of Star Trek as a security officer uh, in the background. So the most interesting man on Earth has also served in Starfleet, which makes him even more interesting. So there is that. All right, Mazers has a story to tell. He can tell it when we get when when we meet him. Um, if we ever meet him, I'm curious about that story now. Anywho, all right. So there's there's my rant. I've got it out of my system. I think you know I should be good for tomorrow. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, let, me, let me throw this out there for a little, for a little think piece, a little, a little contemplation. If we were to um, – oh, Mazers is offering to join us for a, for a ranker pit at some point. Uh, Mazers, I may take you up on that. Uh, this Thursday, we've got the action figure photographers. Uh, so that's set. But, yeah, well, I, I imagine we'll probably do – 
we probably do some some open mic stuff. I've actually thought about doing an open mic here, maybe next Wednesday. So there's my there's there's the first idea I'm tossing out. If we were to do an open mic, uh, maybe do something like that here on this. See, we don't do a Friday show, so we can't do like an open line Friday or a free for all Friday or anything like that. So it's just basically, you know, whenever the whenever the mood strikes. I'm thinking maybe an open mic Wednesday next week, you know, open line Wednesday. Uh, and then, of course, we've talked about doing open line on on Ranker Pit. We may do that the next session uh, after this coming Thursday. So two so two weeks from Thursday, we would do one. So April, what would that be? April what? April 18th, I think, would be the next one, right? No, hold on. I'm looking at the wrong month. April 15th. Yeah, April 15th would be uh, would be the next Ranker Pit session. So we may do an open mic on the 15th. So tell your friends. We'll uh, we'll we'll plan on that, and I think we'll do an open mic, uh, open line Wednesday next Wednesday here. Just to see what happens. I mean, we've tried it before and didn't get a whole lot of response, but we may open it up and we'll we'll blast out on social for the next few days and and tell people what we're going to do. Next Monday, uh, we're going to have Dan Danford and Matt Stevens back in here talking stocks and bonds. We're going to talk about the collapse of the Viacom CBS stock price. And might get into the NFT thing a little bit because I have no idea about that. And it's turning into a thing, especially over in the comics industry, where uh, comic book artists are starting to explore NFTs for their artwork. And you have publishers like DC and Marvel saying, yeah, it's not really a very good idea. We don't want you to do that yet. Um Let's let's not do this. Mike Diodato apparently has uh, has put out an essay basically saying you, we really need to explore this, and he's getting raked over the coals apparently. So I need to look into that. But that that could be part of the part of the discussion that we have on Monday. And I'm still waiting to hear back on some invitations that we've had for guests. I'm trying to think whether or not it would be a good idea to invite body body language ghost. Uh, no, is that? Yeah, Body Language Ghost, uh, because she's done some really interesting videos, mostly about politicians, but I'm wondering if I can maybe convince her to take a look at the interview that Gina Carano did with Ben Shapiro and give us some impressions there. So, I don't know. We, you know, We've got all sorts of lists and ideas and things that we're trying to do. Um, another one of those is to bring back uh, a comic book roundtable program called the Rogues Gallery. Originally, it was designed around all of the DC CW shows. But I'm thinking if we did it, uh, it could be a generic, not generic, it could be a general comic book, comics industry uh, discussion because this thing going on with Marvel and Diamond, that is a game changer in the industry. It's a seismic shift, very much like what we did when DC when DC Comics did it last year. And the response has not been exactly the same. I know the circumstances are different now with the lockdowns and pandemic and everything's 
different now than it was when DC did it. I mean, everybody was shut down when DC did it. Uh, but now that things are opening back up, for Marvel to do this, there's there's more driving this than I think we're aware of. And I know that there are people in the audience who are interested in the comic book industry and some who aren't. And I think that's a specialized enough type of topic that it probably would make sense for us to bring that show back to have discussions about it. So we're starting our preliminary discussions with people to try to get a panel together or at least a roster of people who could rotate in and out on that show to talk about what's going on in the comics industry because I think it would be of value to have just a general think session about what's going on in comics without it turning into a... Uh, two minutes of hate for anything that Marvel and DC does. I mean, we're not going to sit there and call call DC sociopaths like a certain person did. Hello, Stephanie in the chat. Welcome. You've missed my rant. I have to do it all over again. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So there's that idea. And, you know, it's, it, you know, these things, these things come in cycles because, you know, we've got a, we've got an open night on, on Thursday. We'd alternate, probably alternate that on Thursdays with, uh, with ranker pick. It's still, it's still early phase, early discussion, preliminary. It's not a, it's not a fully formed idea yet, but if anybody thinks that we should, uh, do that kind of thing or not, you know, you can tell us that too. I'm not married to any one particular idea for anything. I want to find those shows and those topics of conversation that you find of interest. So if I'm, if I'm spending an hour talking about something and nobody wants to hear about it, then I need to know that kind of thing. Stephanie said, had to, had to chase the horse in the rain. Oh, What? Oh, uh, Mrs. Boss would like to know if you're feeling any better, Stephanie. So hopefully, hopefully things are getting better there. And 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 you didn't. Hopefully you didn't spend too much time in the rain. You catch cold. We have uh, we have dogs in the neighborhood that like to escape every now and again. We don't have horses around here, but there are there's a there's a there is a dog that's almost as big as a horse. Tucker likes to to get loose, and he likes to come visit. Uh, and he's, he's a big dog. Um, but yeah, we have, we have a few around here who like to get loose and run the neighborhood. It's always fun to chase the ones that think that you're going to play. Oh, let's run. Sure. Okay. Uh. <laughs> Stephanie says, Mare's in her stall thinking about her life choices. <laughs> uh, I've had that conversation with one of my dogs several times. Junior office dog sometimes needs to learn a little restraint, let's say. All right, so that's, you know, f I think 40 minutes is okay for a rant session. I don't want to spend a whole lot of time just sounding like a grump. But you, I, I heard that, 
I heard that over there, you, in the peanut gallery, back over there. Yeah. Your mic is, well, it's on over here. You haven't turned it on. Here we go. Okay. So since you've got it all out of your system, I don't have to hear any more about this the rest of the day. Hear, hear about which? All of it. <laughs> I don't know. It just depends because I've still got a problem over here somewhere because the, so when I played the opening, when I played the title sequence and the countdown, the sound is supposed to feed into the audio board over here, same as the, the bumper music and everything else. And it didn't, which means that there is still a problem somewhere. And I'm just going to have to figure out what that problem is. I think it's somewhere maybe in the audio uh, uh, monitoring or something. I don't know. We're going to have to figure that out. But anyway. But the computer may be thinking about its life choices here soon, soon if, if it doesn't behave. Um, anyway, so I can think of no better way to illustrate the fact that we talk about a lot of different things than, than to compare this, this edition with yesterday's <laughs> because, you know, we just, we just cover all sorts of topics here. So uh, if you have suggestions for topics, you want to leave, leave those in the comments or send us an email live from the bunker at sci-fi for me.com. Mazerus, you can use that email address, get in touch with me. We'll, 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 uh, we'll follow up on that conversation that we were having. And tomorrow is April 1st. And I want to reiterate, we do not engage in April Fool's shenanigans over here. So it's just going to be business as usual for whatever we do on the show tomorrow. So uh, so there is that. I would love to be able to sit here and tell you that Gina Carano is going to be a guest at some point, but I can't because she's not. I've got my list. I've got my list of people that I would love to have as a guest. William Shatner, Kirstie Alley, um, Jordan Peterson, Stephen King. Who else? Who who would you want to to have as a guest, Mrs. Boss? Have you got any kind of a preference over there? I mean, there's a lot of people. Uh, the director of NASA, various different astronauts. I this this thing that we just saw about SpaceX having their first all civilian flight coming up here pretty soon that's interesting to me i may i may reach out to to them and see if we can set up something to talk about that because i'm i'm interested in other people you guys don't want to sit here and listen to me talk and jabber for an hour every single day Unless you do, I mean, in which case I'm flattered, but I think there are certainly much more interesting conversations to be had than just listening to me talk. So, anyway. Uh, Mazer says, I wonder how much Big Brother can interfere with the civilian flight. I don't know that they, they will. I, why, why, why would they want to try? Um, because, well, other than... You know, it's Elon Musk, and he's not everybody's favorite. But 
you know, he does, he does work pretty closely with NASA. So I don't know. I don't, I don't anticipate much, if any interference with that. We'll see. Hopefully everything goes well. They're going through all of the, all of the training now, uh, the same training that the NASA astronauts go through and all of that. So hopefully they'll be, uh, they'll be properly prepared and, uh, We'll see. All right, that's going to do it for us today. I'm going to go ahead and head out and uh, dig into this computer a little bit more and see if I can figure out the rest of these problems. And we will be back tomorrow with more live from the bunker. Tomorrow night, new Ranker Pit. And then on Saturday, of course, uh, let's see here, new Ranker Pit tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 Central. Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 Central, we've got Good Morning Multiverse with the week's headlines. And then at uh, 1 p.m. Eastern, noon Central, a brand new Foreign Bodies. Leslie and Tim will be back in Canada talking about horror from Canada. Last episode, they were talking about the work of David Cronenberg. This week, they're back in Canada. Oh, Canada. So we do hope that you will join us for that. And in the meantime, remember these things. Those who do not learn from history are doomed to repeat it. And if you don't want anybody learning your history, delete it before you're doomed. And there are four lights. Back tomorrow, everyone. Thanks for being here. This has been a presentation of Sci-Fi For Me Radio. Copyright 2021 by Flaming Dog Media, LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media.